Hello, everybody. My name is Thomas Suski, and I am the Mind Guy. I'm coming to you from Denver, Colorado, and this is episode seven. I am a master coach of the unconscious mind. I help people free themselves from their own limitations. I'm trained in hypnosis, neurolinguistic programming, and other modalities that work directly with the unconscious mind. This podcast is all about the mind and the metaphysical, so let's begin. I love talking about this stuff because it's all just a game, and you are here to learn how the game works. Imagine coming into the game without knowing the rules of the game. Like, imagine playing Monopoly with a bunch of people, and each of you are trying to figure out how to play, knowing nothing about the game. You don't know what the money is for, you don't know what the dice are, and you have no idea what the pieces or the actual game board means. I guarantee it would be a crapshoot. That's exactly what happens to us. We end up being raised by parents, teachers, other folks who have no idea what this game is, or that they're even in a game. And we're all just figuring it out as we go. If you think your parents have it figured out, let me tell you, they don't. Nobody has it figured out, because that's the design of the game. Although there is one way to know how you're doing in the game, it's all about your feelings. Feelings, people. How good do you feel? Are you filled with love, happiness, and joy? No. Well, then you have some more to learn to be able to advance in the game, and I'm here to show you how to do so. This podcast is all about your feelings, emotions, e. Emotions, energy and motion. People, what do they mean? Why do we have them? The human experience is based off of emotion. For example, we are elated when we get married, although not everyone, or we're extremely excited around traveling to a beautiful destination for a vacation. We experience grief when we lose a loved one, and some of us are just plain resigned around life altogether. In fact, emotions are our number one communication device. You think the spoken word is our way of communicating? Ha! That's only ten percent of our communication. The rest is body language and tonality. Both of them determined by our emotional state. You can tell when someone is upset, can't you? You know when people are happy. You know when people are depressed. We express our emotions throughout our entire body. Energy in motion, baby. I've been sitting here and thinking about why mammals evolved to have emotions. Do we really need them? After all, our reptilian brain worked fine. For two hundred and fifty million years, we were able to eat and reproduce pretty darn well. Although there was a need to develop into more complex beings, to develop stronger relationships, the need to be able to handle survival on a much more intricate level. Emotions are simply a survival mechanism. If you are a kid and you touch a hot stove, you feel pain. The physical pain creates a response in the anterior insula, in the anterior cingulate cortex portions of the brain.
emotional pain triggers the same area of the brain, suggesting that we experience the same response when we are hurt both physically and emotionally. Our subconscious mind is responsible for this automatic programming of behavior. If you experience physical pain, your subconscious mind is going to create a program to never experience that pain again. For example, if you touch a hot stove as a six-year-old child, you will likely stay away from that stove because your subconscious mind created a program so that you don't touch that stove again. Until you get older and you need to use that stove to function and survive in a different way, you eventually learn that you can use that stove without burning yourself. And your subconscious mind determines that it's not as dangerous as once believed. Yet you are certainly alert and aware of not touching that stove while you cook. Or after. That program is still running in the background. Anxiety just filling your body in an attempt to keep you from the dangers of the infamous stove. You experience another arena of pain that is strictly associated with emotions. These emotions range from anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt, shame, grief, and the list goes on and on. What's the purpose of these? Oddly enough, we evolved into having a limbic system that has these emotional filters as another form of protection and survival. Maybe it was just too boring eating and reproducing. What if we could develop a dominant species and emotions were the evolutionary component to be able to do that? How do emotions make us more dominant than the rest? Emotions are a form of intelligence, and this intelligence is responsible for our relationships. Emotions were the only way we could evolve into tribes and communities. Emotions allow us to work in packs. And, I don't know, to be able to create a skyscraper? I mean, you need to be able to use hundreds to thousands of different people to be able to make that happen. We would not be able to do that without emotions, or language for that matter. Both of them were evolutionary components, and both of them working together allows human beings to be able to work collectively. Now, what is one of the worst things that triggers these negative emotions? Have you ever been cheated cheated on by your partner? I mean, you'll likely get filled with the whole gamut of emotions like sadness, anger, shame, embarrassment, even resentment. What are those emotions telling you? Well, if you're a woman, your basic biological instinct is to raise strong and dominant children, to advance the species, to prolong the species. Now, when I say dominant, I mean someone that is the fittest to survive this hectic and crazy world we live in. Research has proven that the best way to do that is within a nuclear family dynamic. When a child has both parents that are displaying healthy relational habits between each other, it's the perfect environment to nurture a child into becoming a successful and productive adult, to live a long life. So to have a man cheat 
on his woman flares up this ingrained instinctual component inside the woman that is sending red flags around her partner. The anger, sadness, and whatever other emotions she is experiencing are screaming, there is danger here. So what do you do? It's not a simple response, but there are a variety of options you can take. First of all, if you're cheated on, the first emotional reaction is to end the relationship. Obviously, this guy doesn't have what it takes to be part of a nuclear family dynamic, so let's just kick him to the curb. Secondly, through analysis based off of fear, you may believe you can't do better on the hierarchical ladder of possibility. So you decide to stay with that person, putting yourself at risk of experiencing that again. Thirdly, maybe that man realizes the error in his ways and chooses not to do that moving forward. Over time, trust is earned and the relationship can develop into something beautiful once again. Bottom line, you have to use your emotions to discover what is necessary to learn in any given situation. Emotions are our teachers. They are there for us to learn. For instance, as someone who experiences the symptoms of avoidant personality disorder, when I'm around strangers or I'm in a room filled with people I don't know, my subconscious mind goes on high alert. I'm hyper aware of my environment. My senses are paying attention to everything around me all the time. I'm constantly telling, it's constantly telling me there's danger present, even though there's no real danger. Public speaking causes the same effect in people. Imagine the fear and anxiety of speaking in front of a group of people. Dun, dun, dun. It's just like going into the heart of battle, right? No. Do you get how absurd it is that we are afraid to speak in front of other people? To simply say words that come out of our mouth. It's insane. If you actually knew our emotions determine our movements. For example, do you ever wake up in the morning full of dread because you don't want to work in the morning? Because work sucks and it's painful to drag your ass and slave for a company where the owner makes ridiculous amounts of money? You may think, this is the day. I'm going to say, F this, I'm going to quit. Then, another emotion of fear sets into your body around the consequences of making that choice. Like not having money, losing your home, your health insurance, or your family. The fear outweighs the dread, and you end up getting out of bed and head to work. We are constantly being dictated and controlled by our emotions. What do these emotions tell us? Why do we allow situations like this to happen in our life? The answer is simple. Because of our programming. I'm just going to give you a big secret here. Our schooling system is designed to develop limiting programs in children. I'll talk about this in greater detail in the next podcast. If you think about it, the number one fear is public speaking in this country. How did that happen? Well, the embarrassment that comes from speaking in front of a group of your peers and a teacher, which is an authority figure, and getting the wrong answer. 
you think you're going to be able to develop yourself as a leader with the fear of speaking in public? Good luck. We are constantly being reminded with grades and hierarchy where we are on the totem pole. Oh, I got a 75 and the rest of the class got A's and B's. What emotions will you experience knowing this? What are you going to tell yourself in those moments? No wonder we grow up with these limiting programs of not being good enough, being unworthy, not smart enough, being a failure. You think we'll we'll ever be able to rise up the ladder at your company while you're up against these limiting programs or start your own business for that matter? It's going to be nearly impossible. Willpower is the hardest way to create change in your life. You are up against a beast called the subconscious mind. More importantly, what I'm speaking about is your past. These programs are strong and they fill you up with powerful emotions. And instead of fighting through them, it's much easier just to to succumb to a life we settle for. A life that's unfulfilling. A life we pretend to enjoy. And we seek pleasure through other means either it be food, sex, drugs, and other unhealthy habits. We become prisoners to these programs, to our own mind, and a prisoner to our circumstances. You need to start using your emotions as a honing mechanism. When you experience negative emotions, it's time to find the source of it. Here's the thing. Your emotions are from the past. The emotions you experience on a day-to-day basis are connected to a program from your past and it simply goes on a feedback loop. You experience similar situations like public speaking and every time you face that situation, you are consumed with fear and anxiety or whatever other emotion associated to that first event. Here's how you overcome all of that. First, bring awareness to your emotions. Second, ask yourself, What is the cause of this emotion? Start questioning what this pattern is and get a better understanding of it. You can now do something about it. Have a conversation with yourself in front of the mirror now. Acknowledge what the pattern is and let your subconscious mind know that this program is no longer serving you and that it's time to do something new. Having a tough conversation with your subconscious mind is an effective tool to be able to overcome these programs although there's a much simpler way to do it. Hire a coach that is trained in finding and rewriting these programs. That's what I do. I'm constantly looking for the root cause of these programs. And once we find the root cause, we go back to that event and disappear the emotions associated with that event. It's so fast and effective. Immediately when you clear these programs, Hundreds to thousands of thoughts, beliefs, feelings, and emotions, actions, and behaviors immediately shift. It's powerful. Your goal while you are here is to discover and rewrite as many of these limiting programs as you possibly can. This frees you up from your past. Next, you want to create big, massive goals for yourself. Because now the only willpower you need is to move forward in achieving those goals. If you have a program running in the background that you are a loser, I can assure you it will be nearly impossible to be able to achieve a big goal. 
I had that program. Being a loser impacted me in so many negative ways. It's taken me out of action. I've set small goals. I ended up floating in life, doing a job I hated, living in a place I despised. I didn't despise. It wasn't so bad. But it was a place that there wasn't much there. And I wanted something new, something bigger. And I also ended up in a relationship I never truly wanted to be in. If you are constantly feeling positive emotions, then you're doing something right. You are on the right path. You likely are fulfilling on your purpose here. Although, if you have negative negative emotions and those dominate your feeling states throughout the day, there's some work to be done. Realize every negative emotion is simply a past version of yourself coming out. It's the six-year-old boy or girl that never got over this program. Literally, when these programs show up, they're just a younger version of ourselves. We're all just adults acting like kids when an event happens that stimulates the emotions from our past. And those emotions are telling us we need to learn something. Our truest nature and what we are capable of We are limitless. You can fulfill on your wildest dreams as long as you're freed up from the programs from your past. Instead of believing you are a loser, what if if you believed you were a successful, confident, powerful leader? What if you believe that you were a person that can achieve their goals, someone that could say something and it would happen to become a masterful creator of your own life? This is your access to freedom. This is your access to happiness. And that's what I do. And that's what I love to do. You deserve it too. You just have to do the work. All right. Start working on those emotions, people. And let me know how it turns out. Thanks.